Hi, you guys. Good night. Hi, guys. Hey, hey. We're finally back. Like finally. Tine promised. Yes, I promised them. I promised them November 12th. So we're back. We're on time. And we have a very exciting episode today. So welcome back to Pass Out Popcorn. If you guys don't know, my name is Tanae. I am the writer at lifewithtanae.com, which is an NYC-based family lifestyle site catering to millennial families. I am Shay. I am the owner of Popcorn and Tequila and Popcorn and Tater Tots, both entertainment sites for millennials and their families. And do you want to introduce our guest, Shay? Okay, it's up to Lynn. Do you want to introduce yourself? I'll let you do it. <laughs> so today we are talking to Netflix's Jingle Jangle movie producer, Lynn. I do not want to screw up that You're last awesome. name. Sisson Talbert. There we go. Lynn Sisson Talbert. <laughs> so I have talked to twice before this and she is absolutely amazing. She is now my new best friend, except Tanae. So we're just gonna push. She be like a size. a three zero. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, a three zero. Fine. Okay. But um, yeah. No, so, no share. No sharing, friends. <laughs> she's not a friend share. No, she's greedy. <laughs> but no, I'm joking, you guys. So yeah, we're really excited to talk about Jingle Jangle tonight. Yes. And we're just gonna jump right in. Okay. So. Um, we have both seen Jingle Jangle multiple times. Um, I actually, I missed the cookie event, but I was at the press junket. Sorry, y'all. You missed the good event. I'm just saying. I know, but I didn't have my stuff. My stuff didn't come on time, so I just didn't. You still cooking? I should have. Sure? I didn't make nothing. What? You didn't? <laughs> oh, I, I didn't be left out. I thought I was gonna be like the only one not making stuff. So they would never know. The Zoom, you can be like this. Look, I'm making stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> we should have did that. All you gotta do is move around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't want to be the only one. I thought it was gonna be weird. Okay, but anyways, um, so Jingle Jangle is an amazing movie, guys. I can't wait for you guys to see it tomorrow. Um, but. Um, a little bit about the movie. So the movie has been like a long time in the making, like 20 years in the making, right? So can you tell us a little bit about that and how it actually came to Netflix? Yes. So um, my husband, we come, my husband and I come from theater, David Talbert, the writer and director. And originally he wrote it as a Broadway musical. And um, Soon, you know, as we were working through trying to see how we're going to do it, what the music is going to be, putting different elements in, it would just was never really coming together how we wanted, but always had the basis of the story. And then one day, um, I just said, why don't you do it as a movie? And it was like, boom. He's like, yes. Because then, it's like, your imagination could just go. You don't have to be in that one proscenium of the stage. And so um, from there, he worked was working on that, coming out great. He had pitched it a couple times and studios really couldn't see putting up that kind of money for this piece. Hmm. Yeah, you don't know why they're going to be kicking themselves after tomorrow. Right. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, Netflix came aboard because we did a film there called El Camino Christmas with a friend of ours named Ted Melfi. Um, Ted Melfi did Hidden Figures. Um, 
And great guy, great guy. So David happened to be at Netflix one day, ran into Ted. He's like, hey, DT, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, just going to a couple meetings. He said, yeah. He's like, what are you doing? He said, oh, I got this movie. It's a gold movie, but we just lost our director. He's like, lost your director? He's like, oh my God, DT, you're going to direct this movie. He's like, you're going to direct it. Lynn's going to produce it. It's going to be great. Uh, I'll email you the script tonight. And literally he emailed the script that night. We were in production like weeks later. Wow. That's amazing. It was crazy. And Ted is just a great guy. So we did that. Um, it was a great experience. Um, a great relationship with Netflix. And from that, we met an executive named Nick Nesbitt. And Nick had David take a meeting with the president there of film, Scott Stuber. And when he went in, you know, they thought, oh, maybe we'll turn some of the plays and the films, you know, some things like that. And Scott, he's like, well, what are you looking for? And Scott said, well, we're looking for like big ideas. And he said, well, I have a big idea. And he said, you know, there are films out there that I love growing up, you know, like for Willy Wonka, Dr. Doolittle, you know, the original, all those original films, musicals that he loved. He said, well, there's nothing out there that rep is representative of us. And he said, you know, I have a seven-year-old son now, and it's like, I would love for him to see something where he could see himself. And, you know, it's unfortunate that it doesn't exist. And, he, and Scott and Nick said, you know, you're right. He said, and we need to do something about that. And they bought it in the room. Oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> So not only did they buy it in the room, but when it was time for David to write the script, Nick said to him, Nick Nesbitt said to him, don't write for budget, write your imagination. And it was like, bow, we out of here. We out of this world gonna do everything. So that's how Jingle Jangle came to Netflix. That's amazing. <laughs> That's really amazing. And I was going to ask you too, um, I didn't know that it was originally supposed to be like a stage play. So I was going to ask you, was it always a musical? Because the music in the movie is amazing. And I yeah. love the music. My family is like a big fan of musical movies. So that's something that we like always pay attention to. Yes. Um, so I was, I, that was one of the questions that I was going to ask you. But you yes. Know, right? yes. <laughs> it was always going to be a, a musical for theater. So now we were just gonna take musical to film and we're still gonna do it as a, a Broadway, a theater musical. We're still, right. that's still, we're still gonna do that and have it be on stage year after year, perennial piece. That was Everybody. my next question. <laughs> do you have any disappointment at all that it didn't get to go to theater? You know what? At first, I was a little disappointed, but I realized with everything that we have all been dealing with, with COVID and our president and everything else that has gone on, um, I am not mad to be able to bring some joy to people at home. You know, things I felt like when I look back at it, the timing is perfect. Yeah, and it actually was released. Really in some limited theaters, and I got to take my son to the theater to see it for the first time on Sunday. Wow. And that was, yeah. I want to go. We need to go look and see if it's in New York because I thought I wanted to go see it in theaters. I can imagine how. I, if, I, I don't know if I 
don't know if they're going to pull it out because it's released on tomorrow, but they might not because it's been doing really well. So I hope that they'll be some available in a safe environment where you can see it on the big screen because it's a total experience. Right, exactly. Yeah. We do have some people saying hello. Hi, Brandy. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Hi, y'all. Thank you for joining us. Okay, so my next question. I have a lot of questions. So. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So you guys also had to move to film the movie. So you guys moved to London, correct? Yes. Um, for a year. So can you just tell us a little bit more about about a little bit more about that, what that was like, and if you have any advice for us, because you know us moms, we're juggling a lot right now. So you have to juggle your son, producing a movie, your home, your husband, like all of that. So if you could just give us a little advice, because I need some. I need some. <laughs> you might be able to give me a little. Um, <laughs> um, so yes, we had to move to London. Um, you know, pack up and go to film over there. The funny thing was David and I went to London to celebrate our anniversary um, a few months prior. And then when we got back home, we were looking at, we we're like, okay, where are we gonna be filming Jingle Jingle? And then London came up and we're like, it's perfect. You know, cause we had already been there. We could see the town and all of that. So like, it was perfect. But then you forget about, you gotta pack up your life and go, we gotta find the house, we gotta yep. find the school. Well, who's I gotta find the house, I gotta find the school. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um it it was, I mean, it was definitely one of the hardest things I have ever done. The whole experience. Very rewarding and gratifying, very, very hard, and it was difficult to juggle. Like I I just told Shanae, I I said that you know I gained 35 pounds during you know production. Um, I was stressed because um, you know if I'm on set, it doesn't matter that I'm there with Forrest Whitaker, Nika Noni Rose. If I get the call, hi Miss Albert, Elias forgot his lunch ticket. I got to take care of that. I gotta right. I'm like, excuse me, Mr. Whitaker. You know, it's like <laughs> I, you know. So it's tough, and then also trying to. B balance, you know, I don't think I found balance. I just had to push through. Um, I was able to find some moments to myself. Like I uh, I would take separate cars to drive and drive back because I need that time, you know, to think about how my day is going to be, stuff that I need to do and he needs his time. So right. that's one of the things that I would do. Um, I had my mom with me, thank God. You know, it takes a village in, in general. You know, you need your village, you need your people that you can rely on and that you can trust. And that really helps. Um, I think the one thing, advice I would give is you just do the best you can. You know, you cannot beat yourself up about anything. You will get to it when you get to it. You have the best intentions. You just let people know the real deal. Don't, do not commit to things that you don't think you'll be able to, you know, make. You just right. say, I'll, it's okay to say, I'll get back. I'll let you know, or I got to get through this and then I'll let you know. So I, I'll, I do that much better now than saying yes to everything. You know, yes is a powerful word and no is a powerful word too. And I'll get back to you is also. <laughs> yes. I need to work on that. Yes. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, because in the moment you're like, I need to make a decision right now. So mm -hmm. you sometimes you feel like you only have yes or no. Right. But 
You have to you <laughs> take it. You can own it. And then if you don't have the time to make a decision, then it's a no because you can't make a, a knowledgeable decision. Okay. So aside from juggling all the things, what was the <laughs> hardest part of producing Jingle Jangle? Ooh, the hardest part of just like like everything else aside, just mm -hmm. yourself. I would say, you know, you want to get it right. You want to get it perfect. So, I think the hardest part is just the long days. The what it takes to get it done. That's the hardest part. Like you have the intention to um, make it great, make it beautiful and, and make it a great experience for everyone. So I would just say the long days, the, it, it's continuous days there. So you're working continuous hours. You take lunch breaks. You don't take bathroom breaks. You go, you eat when you can. You go to the bathroom when you can. It's not breaks like it is here in the States. So... Um, you get out sooner, which is good, but it's it's as soon as you hit the set, it's go, 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 go. No time for anything else. Well, it was worth it because it was amazing. It came I was out. just going to say, it came out. Awesome. Thank you. It was amazing. <laughs> worth so. it. Okay, I'm sorry. I closed my notes. That's fine. Um, So they fixed in in the movie. This is probably a spoiler. They fixed something in the movie. I'll say that. Okay. Um, for Journey to have for Christmas. And I wanted to know what was your favorite toy from your childhood that you may have received during the holidays? I loved the sit and spin and I'm probably dating myself with this. I remember what those. that is. Yes, you remember the sit and spin? Yes, they still make those. For oh. That? I, I love to sit there. And just go, 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 go. that was one of my favorite, my favorite, favorite. Gifts. That is so cool. Did you have one tonight? I feel like you're old A enough to have toy? one. Um, no, I don't. I don't know. I had a lot of toys. I was spoiled. So. Um, <laughs> I can't think of something specific right now, off the top of my head. I don't even remember getting toys. I remember getting clothes and socks. <laughs> yeah, and pajamas. You always got a new pair of yes, pajamas. Every pajamas. year. Yes. My grandma still gives me pajamas every yes. year. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. I buy myself new pajamas over the holidays because I love those holiday pajamas that they have at Target. So I just kind of go nuts the onesies and everything. But you I, have to get them so early now. I know. You do because they Cause sell out. Everyone's on it now. Yeah. Yeah stealing our traditions. Yes. <laughs> so speaking of toys, the movie uses wooden-like figures shown during the storytelling, and it's really, really, really beautifully crafted. That was like one of the notes I wrote down while we were watching is how awesome it looked itself. Why did you use, choose to use those figures instead of doing a straight live action film? Because I noticed that was part of the transitions while she was storytelling. Right. And does this mean we're getting wooden jingle jangle toys in the future? Oh, we should. Well, that is the goal. <laughs> that is the goal to do to have wood jingle jangle toys. Um, the the reason why we did it is we wanted to create an element to something interesting 
to do these transitions with the grandmother. So um, initially we were supposed to go back to London and get some in additional photography with Felicia Rashad, who played the grandmother. And that's when all the rumblings start happening with COVID. And literally like days before we were supposed to go, um, I, you know, I'm starting to do research. I'm starting to see like what, what's going on. And then I just didn't feel comfortable doing it, especially, you know, Miss Rashad. And uh, because he said it affects that age range the most. Mm -hmm. So I would, I, I called her, like, Mr. Rashad, we're gonna have to like call this off. I feel comfortable and I would never forgive myself if something happened to you. Right. He's like, no, Lynn, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I was like, no. And then literally two days later, the border shut down completely. Oh, wow. So there were elements that she would have been telling a little bit more of the story. So now, you know, we don't have actors. We have to figure out how are we going to do this? And that's how a lot of how that was born. Um, Elias and I, we always watched um, little shorts, you know, like for bedtime and stuff. I love to watch little Pixar shorts and Disney shorts and um, ones that where it's just scoring, not necessarily dialogue all the time. So uh, I was influenced by that idea. And then it hit me, some things were pitched and I saw some miniatures and I was like, that is perfect. Something like that, because not only does it entice a child right. to you, but it entices us. Like I'm obsessed. When I see something miniature, like a miniature city or something built up, I just want to like go and look and delve. So that was the idea behind it. And then once we started doing one by one and seeing, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need these as Christmas ornaments. I need these as toys. Yes. That's my next mission to have a new Bangle toy collection. Oh my gosh. Okay. You have all of my money. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So I have another question. Yeah. You have all the questions. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a question about Geronicus writing his symbols in the air because growing up, I taught myself how to do math in my head. And one of the things I noticed I would do is I would write out the math problem in the actual air. So I wanted to know where you guys got the idea to have him write with his finger like that in the air. Was that from your own experience? Well, actually, it came from we wanted to show that he figures out things in his head. But visually, it comes to life. And so... That's where that came from. It wasn't necessarily we thought of it as, but I love how you said that because, you know, we would do that kind of as kids when we're like learning our math for the first time. So I remember that completely, um, but it does come from that. But also how do we do that and then show something visually that has that layer of magic to it. So that's how that came about. That is so awesome. I love that the part of seeing the written and yes. my daughter now does her math in her head and I'll see her doing it in the well. Yeah. And we were like just thinking of ways to make it look fun to want to do math or want to figure out formulas for kids and STEM education. Um, my nephew is actually a, a engineer and a bit of a like a, a a fun geek. I'm like the go-to girl, techie girl too. So he actually, Jalan Sisson, I'll give him a little shout out. He helped with the formulas. 
um, them and, and making things make sense. Uh, you know, in a certain way. So it, it was fun because I could like tell my nephew like, oh, I got something you can work on, you know, so it was great. Right. Yeah. Yeah, my daughter definitely asked if the formulas for the math was real. Because <laughs> she wanted to know she could figure it out as well. That's so cute. I love that. Okay. So, um, Jingle Jangle fuses, like, it, it, Jingle Jangle is for us. Yes. But it does incorporate a lot of other cultures. It does fuse a lot of cultures in the movie. There's mm -hmm. some Latin culture and there's some African culture, um, which I love. I love like the snowball scene with, oh my God, yes. with the African. Music. That's like one of my favorite scenes. Yes. Um, so I know from our previous conversation that David had said Jingle Jangle isn't about race. Um, which we completely understand, but we would like to know more about why you chose to incorporate Latin and African culture into the film. Yes. So for us, it was about infusing culture and character. You know, it's like we all have our own ideas of sometimes of how we would see a matador. Like you remember watching Bugs Bunny? And then he would do the <laughs> he would do the matadors and stuff like that. Oh my god, yes. We wanted to create a bit of a caricature um, while infusing some Latin culture as well. And it for that, it was like, oh, you know, to think of all the amazing Latin singers, you know, um, to be able to kind of be. Uh, extra as a toy, like Don Juan can just be extra where, you know, the people that are a bit extra in our cultures, everyone's always like, oh my God, like, where, where are you, what are you doing? You know, but <laughs> from a toy perspective, it's like, he can do it all. And he it. <laughs> right. So that was the whole thing. It was just kind of like infusing some fun. And Ricky Martin is just amazing. He's so he like who knew he had I such he was perfect. He was perfect. <laughs> he has such great comedy chops. And it's the, the like for him, he was so excited about doing the project because it's the first one that his kids are gonna get to watch. So he's not even telling them that he's doing it. He's gonna let them watch it and see how they react. So I can't wait <laughs> to hear that. Oh. And Nitra said she can't wait to see the movie and that her daughter auditioned for it. Really? She's That's an extra. Her daughter is an, is an actress. Mm -hmm. She is, um, I forget how old she is. She's an early teenager, though. I know nothing. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember how. Oh, yeah. yeah, Journey had to be like between 9, 10. Madeline was like 10 years old. Okay. So, on a musical note, mm -hmm. um, what was it like to work with John Legend? Oh my gosh, John Legend is fantastic. Um, he wrote the song "Make It Work," one that Anika and Forrest sang, and then Philip Lawrence, uh, Davy Nathan, and Michael Kent wrote the other songs. Um, oh my gosh, Phil and wrote "This Day," which is the first song in the film. Which also Usher and Kiana Lede redid for our main friends um, that they just released. Uh, Atlantic, who's doing the soundtrack, just released that. Amazing. 
So it, it was a it was so much fun. Philip Lawrence, that first song that you see in the movie, like that was written in a matter of hours. We had a totally different song in the film. David woke up and he was like, you know what? That's not it. That's not the song. We need to do something different. We need something to just hit it. So you know what this movie is in the beginning. And we went back in the studio and him and David got together and they just killed it. And we actually sung on the, the actual demo because everything was so fast. So we're singing, I'm singing on the demo. Another friend of mine is singing on the demo. You know, we're doing the chorus. Me, David, Harvey Mason Jr., Davey, Phil. Phil sings all of his demos. He even did Miss Johnson's song. He wow. actually he like takes on her persona and he just walks in and he just starts singing. Phil Lawrence is phenomenal. I don't know if you guys know, but Phil um, co-wrote all of the Bruno Mars hits. Oh. And so when you see the hooligans, guys that go to Bruno Mars, he's the one with the glasses. That everyone knows him when you see him. But right. he's really got the funky So that's Philip Lawrence, and he's also in the film. He plays one of the background dancers with the back with the glasses. In I know background. exactly who you're talking about. Yes. So that's the songwriter. Oh, cool. Yes. Okay, and so a little birdie, that maybe you told us that you play <laughs> instruments, and I always get really excited when I hear people play instruments. So what do you play? I play the flute. The clarinet and the saxophone. Oh, I took the clarinet for like five years, but then my mom didn't make me keep playing, so I stopped. I but wanted I, to play the flute, and I, I never got to play the flute. All through elementary school and like the beginning of junior high school, and then I was lazy. I was like, I don't want to carry this around anymore. So I. <laughs> that was my mistake. I played viola for four years. I got to high school. I played for freshman year. My teacher was like so mean. Oh. I, like, I don't want to do this anymore. And yeah, that'll ruin it. That'll yeah, ruin regret quitting, but I did not even know Tanae played instruments. This is ridiculous. I got that combo after. You guys can start your own jazz band. You didn't even know it. <laughs> you all right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. the, the, the creeper is slowly making her way out. Who else oh. would it be? Yes. <laughs> Just push me out. She's supposed to be asleep. Okay, everyone saw her face. Bye. <laughs> the midnight thirsty. I'm thirsty. So I have another question. I noticed that all the names for the characters start with a J. Was that on purpose? Well, just like you said in your review, that is the truth. Black folks love to name names that start with the same letter. I am one, my name is Lynn, my brother's name is Lon, my sister's name is Lori, my dad's name is Lonnie. Yeah, I'm telling you, we do that. Sandra. So it's like, all, we're all L-E-S. We all have the same initials. Oh, oh my God, I tried to do that and that didn't work out for me. Yeah. I just tried. <laughs> so we we love, we, like David loves just alliterations and I love them too, where you could, you know, the jangles, you know, Jessica Jangle, Journey Jangle, Veronica's Jangle. Um, it's just so fun. Okay. 
I'm glad that was actually done on purpose and yes. not a yes. random coincidence. That's right. That <laughs> child is just such a mess. Eight year old wants a banana at nine thirty in the night, but okay. <laughs> okay, so aside from possible toys, are we getting merch, shirts, sweaters, books, perhaps? Well, they what? have books. There's two books. Yes, and actually, look, you're going to be the first to see because I just got one today. Did you? I saw like a picture online and I was so excited. Right, come see quickly. Like, I, be awake. I just I want that book. Oh, the only book I want. This is about you. That one's about you, she said. Yes. And that's the book I want. That's the um, square root of possible, the song yes. that you like. Yes, and we have the words to the song in the back. Oh, God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason you can sing along. To sing. To sing. To sing. The square root of possible. Yeah, actually, she just yeah. watches me tomorrow and she said she's singing. You get the song for free. So you okay. buy the book, you have your receipt, you upload it, and you get the songs for free. So where can we buy the songs? You can I buy can anywhere, book, anywhere books are sold. Amazon, Target, Barnes and Noble, you name it. Anywhere you can pre-order it. And then um, when the book, book uh, officially like in hand December 1st. You know how usually you order it and you get it early as soon yeah. as it's available. <laughs> so officially um, in hand, official release December 1st, but available for pre-order now where books are sold. Any of the books you get, we have we have a middle grade book also. Look, I just literally got books today. That's that so crazy. This one's called The Invention of Jeronica's Jangle. And a little full circle moment. This book, I, the audio book is done and it's read by John. I heard and I cannot wait. Oh, she sounds amazing. It's it's amazing. And I had baby Nathan do a little uh, interlude music who did one of the writers on the songs for the film. So it, it's it's pretty special. So you can sit down at night with your with your daughters and your sons and you know listen to a little bit of jingle jangle before you Okay. So I know I think we got the ebooks, but I'm gonna go out and buy the actual hardcover books and the physical books. Gotta have so the book. she can have the music and all that. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She wants it. Oh. Okay. Only book I want from it. <laughs> Mouthful of banana. I don't even know what you just said. But okay. <laughs> I just heard I want a book. Possible. The only book I want from it. Yes. The only book. That's her favorite song. She literally told me today. She was like, if I watch the movie again with you tomorrow, I have to sing the song. I so I'm like, okay, that. I'll put the words up so you can sing along with it. It's the only song I don't need the words up for. It. <laughs> well, she she is right on point because that song is the song that helped me get through even doing this film because I needed to find my square with the possible daily. And that was the song I was singing in the car to myself. <laughs> So that, that is my song right there. Once it comes out of music, that's what I'm going to be listening to every day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not lying either. I guess it's, it's almost min it's midnight. Uh, no. Yeah. It's out. It's out now where you are. <laughs> Go to bed. Bye. Love you. Take Bye. Bye, Grace. Bye.
Because we have some comments. I don't want people to think we're ignoring them. You always want me to do everything. Because you can put them up. Okay. <laughs> okay. That says, hi, hi, hi. Brandy says she cannot wait to see it as a musical, too. I am so ready to see it as a musical. Me, too. Yay. <laughs> like a Broadway full oh, musical. Ryan's a musical. We can't wait either. We're looking forward to getting back to the theaters. And Brandy says she, they're watching it Saturday for family movie night. Yeah, you guys are going to love it. Enjoy. They will love it. You tell them that. <laughs> Bye, Ryan. Yes, rule. Yes, yes they do. Yep, my nephew helped with this filming. He's an engineer. So thank you. I'm going to tell him. I feel like this part was when you guys said um something about being crazy or something dramatic. Dramatic. <laughs> See? Extra. Extra. Extra and dramatic. <laughs> she said she's extra. <laughs> they know. Um, Tessa said they love this movie so much she didn't even think she can count how many times they rewatched it. A oh. daughter named her Hermit Crab Journey because she loves it so much. Hi, Tessa. Nice to see you again. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. And Anitra said her daughter did audition a few day, years ago. She's 15 now. Oh, wow. I want to tell Lynn something. What would you like to That's tell amazing. Him? He's so nice. She said she took a selfie with John Legend. He doesn't know, but it totally happened. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter apparently has a question. Raya has a question as always. What is it? Hello. Um, Hello. I can't remember. I'm mad. She comes up. I have to ask Lynn something. No, she doesn't oh, remember. How'd you come up with Buddy 3000? What happened? How'd you come up with Buddy, Buddy 3000? Because I love that. Oh, isn't Buddy great? Actually, um, my son Elias helped come up with Buddy, and David imagined Buddy, and all the little, all the little things about him. The fact he could fly. Actually, I have a little. This is a little. Uh... Oh. Look how cute that is. So you want one? Yes. No, yes. We're not getting. So I'm trying to get this stuff going. I'm trying. You know, we'll hopefully. Hopefully have some little buddies for you to get. That's what I want. But we love Buddy too. You gotta believe in Buddy. <laughs> All right, bye. Thanks for asking your question. I don't. Oh, flute. People who play the flute. Is that what that's supposed to mean? Yeah. He's actually playing the flute. If I had <laughs> the flute, like I asked him to yes, know that word. <laughs> They, we do rock, and you know that the flute has the same fingering as the sax, so you can pull out the sax and play that a little too. <laughs> if you have that wind strength. <laughs> right, I have that. Look at that, look, Anitra, they all have the same, eh? You know how we do. Oh, she's so good. I love Anitra. <laughs> she said merchandise, I'm working, I'm working on it, Miss Anitra. I assume it, but I got the book for you for now. Right. So make sure you guys go get that book. There's two yes. for them both. Yes. Briefly a chapter book as a story. Yes. Okay, I think that's it for questions. Tonight, you got any last questions? 
No, well, you had one more, so I. Well, it's not. It wasn't really a question. It's it not a, a question. I'm hoping I don't make her cry again. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> but I did just want to say that I wanted to tell you how much it meant to me that you guys allowed Jeronicus to give Jessica credit at the end of the film, especially in front of his granddaughter, because a lot of the times women, I hear it in my voice again. Oh, God. I'm like, you sound like you're getting emotional. <laughs> women um, get snubbed and they don't get their proper credit. And it made me really smile to see that a man acknowledged his wrong. And then also said, yeah, she helped me a great deal. I didn't do this alone. Like he specifically said that to his granddaughter. She yeah. helped me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So thank uh, you guys for that. Aw, thank you, Shay. I, um, you know, David, David is amazing in that. And he was, you know, raised by three generations of women. And so um, honoring women and telling the stories of women, you know, black women in particular, it has always been a passion of ours and, and showcasing us in this amazing life. So I, um, you know, I'm glad that you noticed that, recognized that and felt that because that was certainly the intention, you know, to show that you can live and you can try and pick up where you left off if you have good intentions. Yes. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Anitra said that she's really excited for the movie for the culture. Correct. And that because you like her, her day is made. I told y'all she is my friend. Not y'all. I don't understand. Thank you, Anitra. But that is all the questions I have left today has another one in her brain somewhere. I know, I don't have anything else. My kid keeps one. saying she has one more. Come on, girl. <laughs> I don't know where she gets these questions from either because I don't give them to her. I know. What was your favorite song from when you made that movie? You know what? It started off being Square Root of Possible, but I, I also love the first song that Journey sings, Not the Only One. Remember the little song that she sings in the beginning? You know what? It changes every day. Some days I have a square root of possible day. Other days I have a man G day. Other days I have this day day. It's kind of funny because initially when we were trying to do figure out the song for the million credits, we initially were going to have square root of possible. And um, for some reason, we couldn't get particular artists to do it. And then this day, you know, usher to the table for this day, Usher and Kiana Lede. And David and I were sitting there talking. And like, oh man, I thought we were going to be possible. I said, but you know what? If you think about it, if you think about the words in this day, this is like our life. All our lives we waited for this day. I, I said, thought that's what that was really But how perfect was that? Because I'm sitting there going, this is it. This is it. That's like, <laughs> you know, when you really look at the words, and that is how we felt, you know, when we were doing the film. But to close it out with that was so perfect. Be in the studio with Usher and the magical element to the song. We did that in like less than 24 hours. That song was done. So 
it, it was worked fast. I know. <laughs> well, I, 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 I you had to get it to the stage by a certain time so that it could be on those main on ends. So you do what you got to do. And thank God you have professionals and Harvey Mason Jr. amazing and already amazing song. So it's just, you know, taking a little something from here and that. So that I love that wishes for the magical day in the beginning. I, I, I love like that. I love music. I love you know the the lamb elements, the choir, you know all of that kind of stuff. So it, it was just a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I get you because me too. <laughs> One day I'm squared possible. The next day I'm smile. There you I go. Love that song. Especially how like the dancers just came out of nowhere. <laughs> that didn't you love it? How they popped up from behind the couch. That yes. felt like a Disney production <laughs> where it's just like, whoop! Hello, I'm here now. Yes, and then you love how he goes background dancers. He actually acknowledges it, which I love. He's like, you got background dancers, <laughs> right? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, how'd they get there? Right. Was it just standing there the whole time? <laughs> That's what we want. That's what we want. Yeah, she's super excited about that. But thank you so much for doing this and for talking to thank us about the Lynn. movie. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. I cannot wait for people to see it tomorrow. We're going to watch it again. Yay. I'm probably going to watch it again now. Oh, yeah. Yep. It, with midnight. At midnight. Yes. All right. Your screener might be gone by now. I'd be sad. Is it gone? I don't think so. It might so. be. Oh. And once the movie comes out, it goes away. So it might be. Well, I'll check. I have time. It's only it's only 10 o'clock here. Yeah. Get the whole hour and nine minutes in there. <laughs> I also know we I'm so grateful you guys loved it and, and you see yourselves and you feel all the things that we meant to be in it. So I really appreciate it. And thanks for sharing it with everybody. And thank thanks, you. And thank you so much for coming on, taking time out. I know you probably have an exciting day tomorrow. So <laughs> my, my mom will be showing up here shortly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so we're just, we're just like blown away, just ready to just have a good time and give it to the world. Yes. <laughs> the world deserves, especially yes. now. After this yes. year. Yes. We yes. deserve this. That's right. And I'm, I'm, yeah, it's going to be great. Oh, I didn't even get to tell you. Here's a little tidbit. So um, the African song that you love in the snowball scene. So that was like a wake up song that I would listen to. It was by an artist, Lisa Kadi. So we used that song as our template for the snowball scene. And fortunately, um, Julia Michaels, our music supervisor, I was like, Julie, can you call and see if we can get the rights to this song and maybe we can do something? So she called and I literally talked to him on a Zoom. He's in Ghana. I'm here. Awesome. And he loved the snowball scene and he said he would do it. So that special, you know, uh, jingle jangle remix of his song, too. You have to download the original, too, because it's just amazing. It'll just it will give you life as well. Um, he did special for Jingle Jangle. So shout out to Yeah. Thought you were frozen. I was like, did you freeze? I know I started you smiling. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. 
We but yes, them. guys, Jingle Jangle A Christmas Journey will be out on Netflix tomorrow so everybody can watch it and feel the same magic that we have already got to experience. Be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't yes. wait for you guys to see it. Shay already has a review up for it. I'm slow because I haven't been feeling well, so I ha don't have my review up yet, but it'll be up tomorrow morning. Knowing <laughs> <laughs> her. By the end there you go, Tanae. It'll be up. And I'm gonna send it to you now because now you're holding me accountable. So <laughs> yes, exactly. Lynn wants to read it, so move it along. I, do. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay, but thank but, you again. Yes. For this. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tanae. It was a pleasure. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.